Hey, what's up? This is Mike Orlando from Adrenaline Mob, and you're listening to Focus on Metal. Hey, Metalhead, Scott Thompson here, welcoming you to episode 335 of Focus on Metal. Hope everyone enjoyed last week's show with John Karabi. If you haven't heard that one, then now you can head up to focusonmetal.net to check out that episode or over on iTunes on either one of our iTunes channels. And of course, go out and pick up the brand new one from the Dead Daisies, live and louder. Good stuff. And this week, we've got more good stuff for you as we've got two guests this week. As many of you hopefully know, Adrenaline Mob just rolled out their third full-length album. And this week, we have got guitarist and co-founder, writer, producer, engineer, Mike Orlando on the show, talking all about that brand new one, We the People. And if that wasn't enough, as promised last week, we did make the Maiden Connection, and we've got none other than Austin Dickinson on the show this week. As many of you know, Austin was originally the vocalist for Rise to Remain, and that band has spun off a brand new band called As Lions, and a couple months ago, they put out their debut. It's called Selfish Age, and Austin is on the show this week talking all about the, uh, the album, the band, and the incredible amount of incessant touring that they're doing. So lots of good stuff on the show this week. But uh, before that, how about a track of the week? All right, track of the week this week is uh, by a very cool band out of Switzerland called Burning Witches. The band has been around since about 2015, and uh, they did put out a single in uh, 2016 called Burning Witches. And uh, now they have got a uh, campaign going on Pledge Music. And I think that by the time you hear this episode, that uh, that campaign will just about be winding down. But I think once you hear this music, you're going to be wanting to go and check out more Burning Witches. So, of course, go to pledgemusic.com and search for Burning Witches. And uh, like I said, I think it'll just be winding down about the time this one comes out. You may have another uh, 10 days or so to go that you could actually get in on the action for this album. But, of course, you could always still get it uh, in digital format as well as CDs and some other places as well. And although these days it's not so uncommon, which is very cool, I just have to mention that this is definitely an all-female metal band. And uh, they definitely know how to uh, to write some great metal tunes. Listen to this whole album this week, and uh, front to back, just really killer stuff. Great lyrics, great subject matter, and they also do an awesome cover of Jawbreaker. But just having said all that, now just just forget that I said all that because when you hear this stuff. All you're going to say is, holy crap, this is definitely a great band to get behind. I mean, come on, great stuff. Great cover art, uh, 11 songs. Everything runs from about two and a half minutes to four minutes. So classic metal stuff there. Great drums, great guitar solos, killer vocals. In fact, the song that I'm going to play for you, just the beginning of it, just really reminds me a lot of Cobra Page from uh, Cobra and the Lotus. We've also put out a great new album, or at least part one of their double album, Prevail One. But again, Back to uh, Burning Witches. Like I said, killer stuff. Head up to pledgemusic.com. Put in Burning Witches. I think you're going to want to get in on this stuff. So uh, track of the week this week from the self-titled one from Burning Witches. This is called 
Black Widow. There you go. Once again, track of the week from the self-titled one from Burning Witches. That one is called Black Widow. And again, head up to pledgemusic.com. Search for Burning Witches and uh, get in on that. Or, of course, if you'd like it digital, you could do it that way. Or you also go up to Amazon or wherever else you get your digital music. No matter what, definitely go out and check out more of Burning Witches. But now let's move on to our first guest of the evening, and that would be the one, the only Mike Orlando, guitarist for Adrenaline Mob. And, of course, Adrenaline Mob just put out their third full-length one. It's called We the People, and it continues on in the tradition of Omerta and Men of Honor with more great East Coast metal from uh, both Mike and Russell Allen, as well as their new compadres, David Z and Jordan Kanata. And before I go any further, if you're listening to this on the Wednesday that this episode comes out, that would be the 14th, then you should know that the uh, Adrenaline Mob tour, first half of the era, We the People tour, begins in two days in uh, Poughkeepsie, New York at the Loft. That's right, on the 16th. 17th, they'll be hitting New York City. The 18th, they'll be about 20 minutes away from me up in Haverhill. And again, this tour just keeps going right through... uh, On the East Coast, they're out in Wisconsin, they're out in Missouri, Colorado, Utah, San Francisco. Pretty extensive tour. Uh, They wind the whole thing up on the 22nd of July in uh, Clifton, New Jersey at the one and only legendary Dingbats. Any of you guys that follow Talking Metal, I'm sure you are more than familiar with that club. All right, maybe that was a little too much East Coast Metal information. Anyways, as I said, I sat down with Mike, had a great chat with him all about the new album, the new guys in the band, 
the upcoming tour. Of course, I had to throw in his gear because uh, I didn't have Richie here with me, so I got to delve into gear a little bit more than uh, I have been lately. But then again, I haven't really even done an interview lately, so this was pretty cool to uh, actually get back in the saddle with this as well. But anyways, had a great chat with Mike, and I am happy to serve that up to you right now. Hello. Hey, Mike. This is Mike. Hey, Mike. Scott from uh, Focus on Metal. How are we doing, man? Hey, how you doing, man? All right. Good to talk to you. Uh, you too, my friend. Very good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, taking a little bit of time out from the uh, holiday weekend as well. I definitely appreciate that, too. Ah, uh, No problem, man. Awesome. No problem at all. Awesome. Anything for the album. <laughs> and, uh, of course, you know, we're talking to you about the great brand new Adrenaline Mob album, We the People. i got to tell you. Loving every track on this thing. Incredible, incredible follow-up from the last one. And uh, it's just an uh, amazing job you guys did, especially with, with two new players in the band. But uh, I think it really speaks volumes to the uh, partnership between you and Russell. Thank you very much. I, I really appreciate that. We definitely, um, you know, we put our heart and soul into this Yeah, and you know what? I think it really shows as well, you know, not only with how the songs came out, but also with the subject matter in all these songs, you know, I think that speaks volumes too. Yeah, we definitely try to, um, you know, say uh, a lot of different things that we, you know, has been on our minds for the last, you know, year or so. Um, politically, you know, drug reference wise, there's a lot of different things retrospective on our lives. There's a lot of different, um, you know, subjects on the album. Yeah. We definitely dug you know, a little deeper and, um, wanted to show a little more. Yeah, I know. I think you did. I mean, one of them that was really a standout to me, you, you know, you talk about, um, you know, different things that are in the songs is Chasing Dragons, just lyrically on that. Oh, yeah. It's just an intense song. If some, you know, I hope people really take the time to listen to the lyrics that are on here, but that one there, I mean, yeah. I say a lot in that. The other thing that really gets me on that song though, too, is it's, it's, it's really deceiving how the tempo of that thing goes because you know, it's almost like yeah. a mid-tempo rocker, and then all of a sudden, Jordan just kicks in the drums. <laughs> you don't stop the other tempo behind it, and it just, I had to stop yeah. it and listen to the whole thing again, because as a musician, listening to that, that thing, it just blew my mind, Mike. Just amazing. Ah, thank you. Thank you, man. But definitely uh, one of the deep, deep tracks, you know. it's uh, The subject matter is something that's really uh, run rampant around here on, uh, you know, in Staten Island, New York, and Jersey, and Long Island. I mean, pretty much, it's all over the place. Really bad uh, epidemic going on, and yeah, the this, this song is, is about, you know, it's it's really about, you know, an addict, uh, you know, meeting meeting their maker, and it's not, it's not if you will, it's when you will, when yeah. you do that, yeah. when you lead that kind of life, unfortunately. Yeah. So hopefully it jars people and says, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a second, because you know that that grim reaper now will be will be knocking at your door. Yeah, no yeah, doubt. I hear you. I mean, even even here in Massachusetts, um, you know, the city that I'm in, they they do like yeah. 25 narcams a day. I mean, insane. Oh, you know? Wow, Just, wow. And, and, yeah, I, I I don't even know what to say. I mean, it's you know when the record company we were working on the the lyrics video and we wanted to do something a little more, so they dug in with the statistics, mm-hmm. and the statistics are. They're just jarring when you read them in the video and you see what goes on every day in this country with prescriptions and heroin and all this stuff. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it's Great. it's it's insane. And and of course, obviously, yeah. there's a uh, you know a huge you know political statement on here as well on a lot of the songs. Oh yeah. And 
And, uh, I mean, you guys definitely, you know, you don't hold back on it as well. So I, I got to applaud you for that. You, you're putting it out on front street and, and, uh, you know, even right from the, right from the album artwork, you know, you, when you look at that and you flip that, oh, yeah. look at the songs and it's like, all right, you know, these guys are going to say something and you definitely do. <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah. I mean, listen, you know, we, we, we tried to say, you know, it's, it's funny when I, when I started writing the, the songs for the album and I, and I, it's my same process. I'll lock myself away in the studio and, and just go for it. Um, the first track that was done was Blind Leading the Blind because it was just I was sitting there watching TV and just, you know, through the elections and stuff. And it's just like, wow, you know, <laughs> I don't know what to say. But, you know, we tried to do it in a clever way where we're not flying the flag to the left or the right. It's just our view on the climate of the political landscape today. So we don't, we, you know, we're not in the business of pissing this one off or that one off. Everyone has their opinions. Everyone's entitled to it. But hey, man, this is our view on the, the, the story, mm-hmm. just the whole outlook. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. And, and like I said, I think you guys, you guys are really good about putting all that out. And I also like the fact that there's spots on this album where you could go with a cliched way in the, in the songwriting, like, especially like with raise them up and you could have gone yeah. in kind of the cookie cutter way with a, like an anthemic thing like that, but you did something different on that. And I, and that was like, it wasn't what I expected. And I was really happy that it wasn't what I expected. And I think that's, <laughs> I think that says a lot too right. about the way you and Russell work is that you don't always take the easy path. And that's really cool. Yeah. We, tr- we always try to, you know, from, from, from day one with the music, uh, you know, it's, try and go, you know, if you think you're going to go left, well, you know, maybe straight or right might be a little different. Throw a little curve or something. You know, the the songs are always the top priority, you know, so we do want to pull in people and, you know, and give them some, some real good hard rock. And, uh, but we definitely try to take different paths in the songs. Yeah. Yeah. Now, have you ever come across anything that you've thrown at Russell that has really kind of thrown him maybe for a few minutes about how he was going to actually <laughs> put a melody to that at all? Or is he just pretty much that rock song that I can sing anything guy? Uh, well, uh, Russ can definitely sing anything. There's, you know, he's one of the greatest, uh, greatest vocalists in rock period. Mm-hmm. There is nothing. You, you really can't, you know, match him up to m- many out there. Cause he's, a, he's a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's always uh, business as usual. You know, I'll come up with all the music and do all the pre-production, track the drums and the bass and the guitar, and go with go to him with just a massive amount of songs, you know, twenty something songs. Uh, and then that's when we we start working together on lyrics and vocals and mel- melodies. You know, but so the music is always done first, and. Um, and it's just the sound, you know, it's just, it's been like that from day one. That's the sound of adrenaline mob is, you know, I'll, I'll come up with all the, the music and, uh, and then we finish the puzzle as the writing team that we've been, it's been me and Russ since day one, man. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and definitely that continuity shows, you know, from Omera right through to this one, which, which is really cool. You, at least you have some comfort in there, although you, yeah. you've kind of been growing and doing different things, but, uh, yeah, I think that's definitely yeah. cool. You know, and of course, yeah, we always try to stay true. We yeah. just stay true, true to the sound because it, it hasn't changed. It's just you know me and us. Yeah. yeah.
of course, you brought two new guys in this time for the album. You brought new bassist there, David Zoller, yeah. and uh, obviously a new drummer with Jordan Kanata. You want to talk a little bit about those guys? Uh, Jordan, Jordan Kanata, he's, he is an absolute beast on the drums. Um, you know, fans of, of Portnoy and, you know, my dear friend who's, who has passed, AJ Pirro. Uh, Jordan is a combination of both. He's just lightning in a bottle. It's amazing. I've, uh, you know, we've, we had a lot of uh, people we were looking at and submissions and he just rose to the top, you know, complete unknown. And man, he's, he's a superstar on that kid. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, there's, there's like, there's one song that he's doing these like really tight paradiddles. And I was like, we're listening. And I'm just telling my girlfriend, I'm like, listen to that. She's looking at me. I'm like, you don't understand like how hard that is to be like, that tempo, that precision, and he just rocks solid oh, yeah. in the way he's hitting it. I'm like, that is like freaking fantastic. Yeah. She's just looking at me like, oh, he's a beast. <laughs> no, he's he's a beast. He, we we put out a video of him to basically say, you know, hey guys, hey, you know, a mob fans and friends and family. Here is our, you know, is the newest number, and his video in a week, you know, reached. 1.5 million on Facebook. It's it's been watched like 600,000 something times. It's up to two million reach now on Facebook. Um, so they 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 just embraced him, you know, completely. He's he's amazing. Uh, Dave Dave Z, incredible bass player, great guy, great showman. Uh, I I can't wait to you know get on the road with the two of them. Dave though joined the band at the end of the album. So the, the bass is on the album is played by myself. Mm, okay. Um, so, so Dave, you know, unfortunately, yeah, it was just, uh, it was just the way it went, but wow, what a player, what a showman, what a great guy. You gotta hear these two together. It's just freaking great. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Now, now is, uh, is Dave an East coast guy too? Yeah, everybody is. Nice. Yeah, we are in a, an East Coast band. That's it. I, I gotta <laughs> love the East Coast metal. And whenever I can promote the East Coast metal, yeah. I have to do it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you know, I'm born and raised, man. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's great. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah, think there's no, great they're, they're great. And, and I got Thank I gotta, you. Yeah, I mean, good. Great, great find. No, great, great find. Yeah, you know, yeah. These guys are just cream of the crop. Yeah, and I mean, and for Jordan, I mean, having to come in and, and fill like Portnoy shoes and AJ's shoes, mm-hmm. and, I mean, th- that's an incredible mountain to climb right there. And it's, I mean, obviously the guy <laughs> did it. Oh, man, he did it tenfold. He really is, uh, man, he's coming out swinging. You know, just just wait till you see him live. He's a, he's a beast. And he's an incredible showman behind the kit as well as doing all this incredible playing and, uh, you know, He's just, like I said, Portnoy and Piero wrapped up in this crazy ball of lightning. It's really, really fun to watch them play, man. Nice. You know, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing them live. I think you're uh, you're coming through my neighborhood, uh, I think, in June. You'll be playing the Whiskey Barrel out in Haverhill. So that's uh, about a half an hour away from me. So hoping to catch you guys. Oh, thanks. So. Hey, man, spread the, spread the word. Come on, tell all your Boston oh, yeah. to uh, come on down to the AMOC show, man. We haven't been there in a while. Yeah, no, that'll, that's, uh, that's, that's part of this as well. Be able to get this out and, uh, be able to have people get onto adrenaline mob and, uh, adrenaline yeah. and check out all the tour dates. Cause you guys got a, a pretty good tour going through June and July. So want to make sure we get the word out. Cause definitely people have got to hear yeah. this stuff live too. And, and, and see that this is, uh, we, you know, yeah, yeah, that's where we live. We've always been alive uh, and we take it to the next level. And yeah, we're, we're launching a 30 city U S tour on June 16th. And, uh, we, we will be adding another 
second leg as well. Nice. The same nice. 30, another 30 or 35 cities. But of course, which we want to hit all the places we haven't hit. So it's, it's just trying to cover, you know, every, everything possible this time. And the touring schedule will be going clear straight through 2018. So we'll be out for a long time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that first leg was pretty extensive. I, and I had to laugh too, because you kind of like, you bring it all back around and ended at dingbats on the first leg. I was like, yeah, that's an East coast band right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that? Yeah. I mean, it's like, we're not the type of band where it's got to be a certain, you know, venue or a certain size or certain this. If there's a cool vibe, you know, we know the guys there and, and, and Russ very well. Russ lives right down the block, actually. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, listen, it's all about a good time and it doesn't matter if you sandwich, you know, two, three hundred people in the club or two, three thousand or twenty thousand. Yeah, it's I was all thinking just, about that you know, the other great. day. You know, people talk about, oh, you know, what's going to take the, the, the next, you know, if Metallica retires or, you know, who's going to take to be the big stadium band? And I was thinking about it. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I actually like going and seeing bands in these in these little clubs. And you're like, you're with people yeah. who really want to be there and not like the person that's oh, yeah. like once a year and they don't even know who's in the band. And, and I just feel like it's a whole better vibe. And it's it's cool. I look at all the places you're yeah. playing and I'm like, that is going to be one great freaking night of, of uh, rock and metal right there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we we played there once uh, at one time, you know, maybe two, two and a half years ago on the last tour. Oh, I'm sorry, it could have even been three years ago um, on the Men of Honor run, and it was a crazy night. Yeah, I couldn't, couldn't even breathe in there. That's going to be great. Yeah, no, that's awesome. <laughs>
Plus, you know, being a guitarist and engineer, I got to talk a little bit about about gear with you. So, uh, what have you been playing yeah. these days for for guitars, amps? What have you been What have you been using sure. gear wise? Uh, you know, I've been with Charvel guitars for, since 2011. Nice. I've been with Charvel uh, since '83. Ah, there you go. <laughs> so, I'm, I've been a Charvel guy, but now I also signed on with Jackson. Nice. So I am I am fully uh, you know a Jackson. And Charvel guy, I love them both. I got these, you know, a whole bunch of badass New Jacksons, man. These Pro Series are just incredible. There's Dinkies, the Soloists, the Seven Strings, and these Monarchs. Just loving the Jacksons, and of course, you know, my my uh, family of Charvels as well. So, and I've been a Marshall guy. I, I'm always a Marshall guy. From uh, not only a proud endorser, but I've been uh, playing them probably since I'm 15. Mm. Nice. You know, there's also, you know, people talk about the, about the amps, but also I think that, uh, you know, the Marshall cabs, they just really say something too. I know I got a, I got a, a 1960 cab that people love to come and buy because oh, yeah. they just like, that thing sounds so freaking punchy. And and they even have like endorsements from other people. They still like, hey, I'm doing a clinic. Can I yeah. get a 1960? Like, yeah, here you go. <laughs> that was a great, that's it. It's always a special one, man. I, I have uh, the same thing with my heads. You know, there's, I have these two certain ones from you know certain years that I that I adore, but but I mean I'm, I'm just a fan of all the Marshall stuff. So yeah, on the, it's on the albums, it's live. I use it all the time. Nice. So, and um, yeah, do you do any of the stuff with the Kemper or anything like that? Do any modeling with the studio, or you just you just doing no. Marshalls? Yeah, you know I'm a I'm an amp guy. I don't have I don't own a Kemper. Wow. Uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> I got a stable of amps. Uh, you know. Uh, I just haven't gotten into it. I know it's great, and I've used some some plugins and stuff. You know, when I'm layering, uh, you know, mixing the albums and stuff. Uh, just and there's some great stuff out there. But man, to me, it's, it's still still a Marshall and amp. There's nothing like it. Yeah, yeah. You now, when you're laying down yeah. bass though in the studio, do you ever use plugins for that? Yeah. I find that if I'm doing bass um, tracks for for it, rather than using mm -hmm. an amp, I love using like an SVT plugin because day to day. You get consistency because, you know, I mean, temperature can really affect how your bass sound is, like probably more so yeah. than guitar. At least that's what I think. And I've just had really great yeah. with like the plugins because it's just like day to day. You got it dialed in. Yeah, I, I'll do a combination, mm -hmm. you know, with, with the, when I do all the bass uh, uh, for the albums. It's always it's been the same same bass from day one. That's my 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 magical specter. I love the, this oh. one. This one NS2, I believe, if I have that correct, uh, model of, um, you know, the Spectre bass. Oh, yeah, it just sounds like a... Yeah. Nice little... No, no, one. this was... I, it, it's, yeah, yeah. It's just a four-string. It's not a big five or six. Yeah. It's just a, a great-sounding bass. And, uh, yeah, I'll always... I'll definitely use some plugins on the bass, but it's it's a lot of direct... I'll split the, the signal literally, like, four, three or four ways, hmm. and I, I process the bass completely different for different frequencies sure whether it's a you know an overdrive track and then an ampeg you know sometimes i'll i'll mic, uh, mic up my uh key kilos and then i'll do a direct so it's really a combination of mm -hmm. stuff i always just mix in you know the kitchen sink to get a nice <laughs> big sound <laughs> well i mean that's the good thing now when you're not on tape right is at least you got like a bunch of tracks you can try something and be like yeah all right now nah, screw that one no problem, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's the game. Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, no, I, I love it, you know. But like you said, when you you just you can record direct 
at the base, and then I can send it to so many different things, you know, just as long as you have a great, nice, clean signal. I could reamp it, and uh, which I've done, reamp the bass and send it through an amp yeah. later on. So it's all good. And I do that with guitars, too. I'll reamp into different marshals and uh, all that good stuff if yeah. I want to. I mean, I definitely else. do that. Yeah. I always do a DI and take a clean track, even if I'm recording. Oh, yeah. Just because it's yeah. it's there, and if it's like someone goes, hey, can I just double it and like add this little, like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. get you covered. No problem. That's right. Yeah, now that's, you have to track that reamp track. Oh, at least I do, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yep. it, it's simple. I mean, it doesn't take any more time to, to, to just do another track while you're doing it. I mean, come on, it takes you nothing, so why not, yep. why not do it? That's you know, it. track is free, so... Yeah, yeah, straight out of the, the DI or right off the guitar, and and you always have that pristine, great signal for when you're mixing. You could change, you could try different apps, different plugins, different anything. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. It's, it's always great. Yeah. So wow. Uh, nice. Are you going to be playing most of this new one when you guys go out on this uh, the ne next run? Well, there, there's there's the two two legs in the U.S., and I think the first one we're going to slowly, you know, bring in some of the new songs. So I think we'll do, you know, four, maybe four tracks, maybe four or five. It depends. You know, it's tough because there's so much we want to get to. There's so many tracks we love playing from Omerta and Men of Honor. And uh, so I think being that the album's just coming out and we're hitting the road, maybe the second leg, people will have it longer and it's cool. And then, you know, they'll know it better. Right. And maybe we'll, uh, the second leg, we'll bring out a whole bunch of different you know, ones sweet yeah i mean lucky guys in the second leg then because yeah definitely uh good <laughs> oh no we're pulling out some killers in the first now <laughs> it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great we just we just want to keep it fresh and, and keep things moving yeah know? yeah so yeah, <laughs> yeah i would imagine you guys are probably definitely doing king of the ring and probably we the people and uh oh yeah chasing dragons yeah. sure yeah definitely yeah i mean those those are gonna be those are the two that have been released already so yeah. you know, so of course yeah and of course i mean the, the killers inside too that is an intense freaking song dude
Thank you, man. That's that's one of my favorites. Russell too. We we love that track. Yeah, I mean, if people like really listen to it, and that's one thing. Is I think sometimes people just they treat this thing like it's like just background, you know. But it's like God, if you listen to the music, uh, you really yeah. listen to the lyrics on that. I mean, it, it sends it's like shivers up your spine. I mean, it's just it's a pretty yeah. There's some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah no, there, there definitely is, and there's some definitely a, a psychotic person so to say you know the the tale of of that you know but, but even sure. musically i mean there's like this push and pull that's there too so you mm-hmm. just i mean just the music itself and and the tempos and everything you're really playing with people's like like mental state with it as well it just i guess yeah. well done uh, thank you thank you so much man much appreciated we're, we're very we're proud of this album that's for sure oh yeah, yeah. i definitely should be now, as far as uh, as far as the album cover, uh, do you guys have a lot of input mm-hmm. into that, or uh, what's what's the deal with that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's all we all we we think it all up. Um, we have a great artist who we've been working with since the first album. So this is the third third album with him, uh, Mark Sasso. He's great, but yeah, it's 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 still our mascot. And um, if you look closely, the the girls are from Omerta. Mm-hmm. So the girls on the Omerta cover were on the card and in our mask. Right. They're obviously, you know, to life. And uh, our mascot is, is uh, the president. Right. <laughs> so, you know, that's, uh, that's our take on who we think would be a great person. Yeah. It's so cool that, I mean, even the, you know, the fact that the podium's got bullet holes in it, and the fact that you oh, yeah. a little those cell phone on the one side that the scene looks normal, you don't see the girls, you just see the. I mean, if people really look at this and it's, yeah. you know, if if they had it on you know an album twelve by twelve, you could really see it. It'd be pretty cool too. But yeah. uh, and I even like the fact that the way Mark did like the other cell phone that it, the screen's cracked. You gotta love that because everyone's dropping their damn. Cell oh phone. yeah, I threw that in <laughs> yeah. there. You know. <laughs> yeah, we try. You know the. the you know, if you you don't see the girls in the phone, you know that because that's his angel and demon in right. a way. So they're always on his shoulder, just like all good and bad. You right. know, but you don't necessarily see them. You know, uh, so yeah, there's a lot of really cool cool things. That's yeah. for sure. And if you look closely at the phone, there's our mascot is a person, but right. in, in reality, yeah. you know, there's there there is the darkest the darker side of a politician. Yeah, definitely cool stuff because I mean, right there, that reminds me of you know, like the first Iron Maiden album I picked up, and I saw Killers in the Bin, and yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, this cover, sure. like, I have to buy it because yeah. the cover is so cool. Oh yeah, and this is like modern day Killers right here. So if if I was that same, yeah. like, you know, twelve year old kid, I'd be going, I gotta yep. pick this up. Like this has got to be good. And so it it really <laughs> just had the, the whole Derek Riggs thing yeah. all over again. So uh, yeah, yeah, Killers, killer, totally. killer artwork. Oh, he's amazing, and we, you know. Th- Maiden, Maiden artwork is just incredible. So how could you not, you know, be influenced by it? Yeah, sure. yeah. So, um, of course, before I let you go, you know, everyone's on social mm-hmm. media, and I want to make sure that yeah. everybody knows where to go to if they want to get a hold of you guys. So uh, why don't you throw yeah. out uh, all the usual social media links? Sure. Yeah, Adrenaline Mob is, uh, you know, AdrenalineMob.com, as always. Uh, you can find everything Adrenaline Mob there all the tour dates and ticket links and videos and all that good stuff. Uh, Facebook is facebook.com forward slash Adrenaline Mob. Real easy. Same with Twitter. And on Instagram, it's Adrenaline Mob Official. And you can find us on 
all of those avenues. And I hope everyone comes to see us and get their asses to the shows. That's it. That's it. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, thanks so much, Mike, for taking a little bit of Monday night time, especially on the holiday weekend to talk to us. And I am uh, ah, looking pleasure. forward to uh, seeing you guys live uh, in next month. And uh, yeah, this should be awesome. killer. And of course, everybody out there, you want to check out We The People, the third album from Adrenaline Mob, at least the full third full length album from Adrenaline Mob. That's and, right. Uh, it's good yep. stuff not to be missed. I mean, we're talking 13 tracks of just great, solid stuff. Yeah, one of them was a cover, but it's an awesome cover. So uh, 12 original uh, cool Thank you very much. And one very cool cover. So uh, good stuff. Uh, excellent. Thank you so much, man. It was a pleasure speaking to you. You too, man. And I hope to see you out there live. Hope to see you too as well. All Thanks, right. man. Later, Mike. Okay. Bye. 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 All right. There is uh, my chat with Mike Orlando again. Super nice guy, and I had a great time talking to him. And pretty much what you heard is exactly what I talked to him about. Very little that was chopped out of that. He was uh, just a great guy right from the get go. And definitely do yourself a favor. Check out their tour if you want to find out all the dates. You can go to as Mike said, adrenalinemob.com and click on the tour link, and you'll see that there. So up next this week is Richie's talk with Austin Dickinson. As I said, Austin was the uh, lead guy for the band Rise to Remain up until 2015. And after that, he founded the band As Lions, along with a few other guys from uh, that prior band and some other folks. And they just put out their brand new debut album, Selfish Age. I don't know, can I call it brand new? It's been out for a few months now. But anyways, it was uh, pretty cool. Richie was able to catch up with Austin while they were out on the road uh, just outside of Syracuse, New York, on what appears to be uh, one never-ending tour as they hop in from being a uh, an opening band to uh, participating in a multi-band bill to uh, being the headliner. So uh, they are definitely uh, out there really paying their dues, playing everywhere they possibly can, relentless touring. Got to hand it to these guys. But anyways, uh, why don't I turn it over to uh, Richie as he talks to Austin Dickinson. Hello, mate. How are you? Hi, Austin. How are you doing? I'm very well, mate. Very well. All right. So are you over in the UK? Uh, yeah. Yeah, London. All right. You're in London. Okay. I'm just outside of Boston over here. Oh, excellent. Oh, yeah. you know, what? we're actually not in um, London at the minute. We're uh, <laughs> currently on the side of a freeway out somewhere outside of Syracuse. <laughs> oh, you're in New York. You're in Syracuse, New York. Okay, <laughs> you're not yeah. too. You're not too far then. <laughs> yeah, not, not not too far away. <laughs> no, so you, you on tour? Uh, yeah, we're at the minute uh, with a band called Nothing More. Okay, how's it, how's that tour going? Oh, dude, it's been fantastic. Um, it's been really really cool. Uh, the first two shows were a little weird technically, but played really hard and that was that was fantastic and uh just ever since those first two it's just been sort of all systems go and we've been raging and the fans have been loving it so it's been really 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 cool yeah are you doing a pretty extensive tour over here or is it just like east coast yeah no we started out with um started out with showing down um a couple of weeks ago um then we went into some shows with pod um, then some headliners, then some shows at I Prevail, some more headliners and a festival, and then started this tour, and we're doing festivals and headliners on the off dates, and then we're wrapping up with more shows at I Prevail, so it's just been the, uh, we're on like six different tours at the minute. <laughs> wow. Do you ever wake up not knowing where you are, <laughs> or who you're playing with? Yeah, it's, it, 
Yeah, totally. It, it kind of has been a little bit like that in some respects, but you know, it's been keeping busy. It's doing the right thing. It's 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 what we're meant to be doing. So it's pretty cool. We've been having fun. Yeah. So of course, I want to get the obvious things out of the way because I don't want to really dwell on it. Bruce Dickinson's your dad. You do not sound like him singing, and your band does not sound like Iron Maiden. So we can get all that out of the way up, up front. Because <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people. I appreciate probably, it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure a lot of people probably ask. Now, during the interview, I probably will touch on some of that, but it won't be directly, you know. So I, but I just want to get that out of the way because I'll tell you a quick story. We had uh, Max Cavalera from Sepultura. His son was on the show. He's in a band called Insight. And we did that up front yeah. as well. I said, look, we don't want to talk about your dad at all for the whole thing. It's I really want to talk about you and your band, you know. Yeah, totally. No, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. No, no problem. So, like, I'm pretty new to this band. So can you tell me a little bit about how, how it all came together and who's actually in it? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, this band came together um, in 2015, pretty much. Um, and it was off the back of our last band, Rise to Remain. Um, that... We, we broke that band up and um, we sort of formed this band mainly because it was a chance to make music we've wanted to make for a very long time. And, you know, Rice Remain was a metalcore band and there's an awful lot of conventions and things that tend to sort of like, I think they sort of, they, they hold you back. And we didn't want to do that. We didn't want to go back and make the same old record that, we, that we've made already. Um, and so this band sort of was born out of a desire to do something different original exciting and just like i guess true to us you know um and the guys that are in the band it's myself uh will and connor who are our guitarists and our bass player and drummer are called uh stefan and dave yeah I, i'm curious now about the sound of the band because like the other band sounded a lot different like did you say right <laughs> i don't want to do that i want to go for this sound or did it all you know did you get the did the sound come first or did the guys come first do you understand what i'm saying because yeah well yeah no absolutely i, I think that the, the sound for us really came first um mainly because it was myself and connor um sort of writing everything we, we'd written an awful lot when we were in our last band and the songs didn't really fit it so we'd have these songs for fucking ages that we were absolutely in love with but sounded like a different band that sounded like a new band and so you know it was a it was really a case of sort of figuring out what the next natural step was for those songs and therefore those, that band and we just we kind of developed it from there really yeah i'm, I'm like another thing that i really like about the, the, the record the self-stage album you sing all the songs like one of the criticisms i have about modern metal is that like the, the verses get sung and the choruses you get this shouty bloke in that scream on it. You actually don't do that at all on this record. I really like that. Ah, oh, thank you very much, man. Well, that's um, that was a conscious decision. You know, I used to scream a lot in my last band, and it was just killing me. It was horrible. Like uh, <laughs> nothing worse, uh, nothing worse than being a singer and having a fucking sore throat or having no no bloody voice because you've been yelling your head off you know that that really sucks so i just i kind of you know i wanted to do something different something where i could actually have some dynamics and and some more fun i guess yeah do, do you think the old fans have gone with the new direction at all have you heard and or, or have you heard either way or has it been mostly good yeah no i think a lot of them um a lot of them get it 
and that's been really really cool you know i think that one one thing that we realized and really appreciated was how open-minded people were um so we were we were really lucky and we're very appreciative of that yeah so like tell me a little bit about the album itself because you listen to the lyrics on it there's obviously a lot going on in the world and that's obviously a huge influence on on what your what your lyrics are in it yeah absolutely i mean to be honest those it's funny they they just they all kind of just came out of me i never thought that it would be as heavy as it as it is on the album um i just i was whenever i would sort of think of a concept um no matter how ridiculous or unridiculous somehow something in the world would reflect it <laughs> it was yeah. like wow the world's pretty fucked <laughs> and <laughs> you know it just and it just it just ended up sort of um being that way you know it was it was funny when when we came up with the title selfish age um we had the song obviously as well but we um we didn't quite know just how sort of strong or not strong the through line would be if that makes sense yeah um and then we, when we eventually picked the songs um we sat down and we listened to everything in sequence i was like oh fuck yeah this is it <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is a little bit reflective and it's a little bit on the nose um but it was cool you know i think that that's evocative i think that that switches people on and i think that it it you know a lot of people can relate to that so that's pretty cool yeah so in general are you like are you a glass half empty or a glass half full guy um to be honest in life i'm a total glass half full dude um you know i try to make the best of any situation that is less than desirable um but you know i think that sometimes you kind of need to see it for what it is and i think that it's not we're not really in a half full glass right now. Um, <laughs> we're in a, a half empty one of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, a lot of, a lot of people are taking steps to change that, um, every single day. So hats off to those people. Yeah. I just wanted to tackle a couple of songs on it and maybe share your memories of writing it. My favorite song on the album is world on fire. I don't think it sounds like anything else on the record. And I, I really like your voice on that. Can you just tell us a little bit about that one? Yeah, thank you so much. That um that song was actually uh that was when did we write that? That was sort of midway through the process. Um and we actually just wrote that in my front room. That was me and Connor our guitarist sitting down with the piano. I'd been listening to a lot of David Bowie. Um I don't know why I was just on a complete binge. Mm. Um and I had this uh weird descending guitar line and that vocal line and he had all the verses on piano. And, um, yeah, it just, it all sort of came together. And I think that lyrically, it's a very reactive song, you know, to the times that we live in. Um, and so, yeah, just, it just, it kind of turned out great. That was, that was, that's probably my favorite song on the album as well, to be honest. Yeah. And like the, the other two, I think that are really good is like Aftermath's a great for a song. And I also love The Suffering, which is, I think is the second song on the record. Ah. They're two really good songs as well. Ah, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, no, we, we love those songs. The Suffering's actually quite an old one. Um, that was one of the first ones that we sort of wrote uh, for the band. So, yeah, no, that was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, so, like, you're playing these songs live now. Um, and the, uh, to me, the album, it's a very polished-sounding record, but, like, how has the songs changed live? Do they have you changed much with them, or, or do they just, you just play them <laughs> as they're on the record? Um, I, I mean, to be honest, I think we just sound ten times heavier live. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where, 
when we mixed it, we didn't want to have stuff getting washed out by tons and tons and tons of guitars or tons and tons and tons of drums. We wanted stuff to be quite clear so that everything was working and supporting one another. Um, and, you know, like a little bit of a, a machine, I suppose, you know, everything's kind of in its right place. All the cogs are working and nothing's kind of pushing everything else to one side. But live, uh, we we crank it. You know, I think that us live and us on record, uh, it's the same band, but just on a, maybe, I don't know, like three weeks worth of steroids. <laughs> <laughs> three weeks lack of sleep. <laughs> yeah, three, week, three weeks lack of sleep. And it and it sounds like three weeks worth of steroids have been Very pumped good. into the guitars. Very right. good. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we try to do that. Yeah. Now, now, when you were growing up, you would have been kind of indirectly involved in the music industry, but now you are actually in the music industry. Like, what has been the biggest surprise to you between what you thought you knew and what you actually know now? Um, I think you know honestly just how much work you have to do constantly. You know, I think that you know I always knew going into it that it was going to be a lot of work um, and it was going to be a, a full-time thing if we did it right. And it's still just absolutely, it never ceases to amaze me how much there is to get done in a day, every day, constantly. And I'm lucky to, I'm lucky that I can say that to be honest, mate, because not a lot of people get to do what they love. And I am the luckiest fucker on the planet to be able to do what I love. Um, mm. So yeah, you know, it's, it's a lot of work, but you know what? It's all done with a smile. Um, and I'm um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to the next day constantly. Yeah, how do you deal with the monotony then when you're on the road? Because it's like tear it up, you know, tear it down, same show, same set. Yeah, I just I read a ton. <laughs> um, I just I I read an awful lot. I need a bit of escapism. Um, so just dive into a book half the time.
so what, what have you got coming up now? You're, you're obviously out on tour now. Are you actually writing new songs on the road? Are you someone, a band that writes on the road? Or do you wait until you go into the studio? How does that work? We're, um, yeah, we're, we're writing at the minute. We're getting some stuff done. Um, we're going to demo a lot when we get home. So, you know, that kind of tends to be when we consolidate all of the little bits and pieces that are floating around. Um, so, yeah, we'll be doing that once we're home. And we are home at the beginning of June. We've got about two weeks to sort of work on demos and songs, and then we're out again doing European festivals. Yeah, have you done the European festivals in the past? I, I've been to some years ago. There seemed to be a lot of fun, but a lot of traveling. Yeah, I've done um, I've done a couple of them uh, with my last band. With this band, it's uh, still pretty new. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we're really looking forward to that. It's going to be great fun. Yeah, okay. Well, Lawson, I'm going to leave you go. Um do you have all that? Can you just give us all your social media sites so I can get them out there so people can, can check you guys out? Absolutely. It's um, As Lions Band, um, and that's just uh, the address for pretty much all socials. Um, and I'm just, uh, what, what am I? <laughs> uh, Austin underscore, under Austin underscore As Lions um, on everything. So, yeah, that's us. Yeah, excellent. Well, Austin, it's been a pleasure talking to you. And uh, I wish you all the best on the yeah, road. Mate. So Thank you're, you. you're in Syracuse tonight, and are you on you on the way to somewhere else now? Uh, we, we we actually just we actually just uh, yeah we just played last night, and um, we are on our way to uh, Indiana tonight, and then we're doing Northern Invasion the day after. Nice. Well, I'll leave you get back to your book then. <laughs> all right. Thanks very much, mate. Cheers. No problem, Austin. Take care. Okay. Right. Bye. Bye. There was Richie's chat with Austin Dickinson, the uh, lead vocalist for As Lions. Well, we got a little bit of time left today, so I'm figuring, you know what I haven't done in a while is just play something because I damn well feel like it. And I thought, you know what? I haven't played anything from my good buddies, A Sound of Thunder, for a while on this show. And I'm thinking, you know what? I need to do that because I just feel like it. And that's essentially how this whole because I just feel like a thing goes. So uh, off of the great release, Out of the Darkness from A Sound of Thunder, great song. I love this one. It's the Nina Psycho song on this album because, of course, Nina gets one of her Psycho songs on every single album. Of course, she had a great one with Hey Nurse. But on this album, on Out of the Darkness, the Nina Psycho song is Kill That Bitch.
absolutely no secret, I love A Sound of Thunder, and Nina has got just one of the most incredible voices in metal, and I just realized that I started off the show with some great uh, female-fronted metal, and I ended it with some female-fronted metal as well. But as usual, I just can't say enough good stuff about Nina and A Sound of Thunder, but her voice just blows me away every time I hear it, and that's one of my favorite tracks, Kill That Bitch. Anyways, that will do it this week for another week of Focus on Metal. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and I hope you will check back here again next week for more great metal right here on Focus on Metal. In the meantime, you can keep up with us at focusonmetal.net, focusonmetal.blogspot.com. You can uh, keep up with Richie on Facebook where he is posting all original posts, or uh, you can also keep up with me on Twitter. But as I said, for this week, stick a fork in it. This puppy is done. So for Richie, myself, and everybody else here at Focus on Metal, have yourselves a great metal week. And until we talk to you again next week, remember... Focus on Metal! Everything else is insignificant. Still here? It's over. Go home.